Hey, what up, everybody? It's your boy Milo. Welcome to Wednesday. Today, we have Jamie Morrison on the show from Curio, here to talk about Anatomica, a uh, set of playing cards that he is uh, one of the creators of. So kick back and enjoy. See you. All right, so here with the uh, here with the man himself, uh, Jamie Morrison, the gambit of the Pacific Northwest. Uh, what's going on, man? Hey, nothing, nothing too big. I'm just chilling with you guys. Thanks for having me. Excited to talk playing cards. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's what normal people do is talk about playing cards. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's it's uh it's something that like I I didn't I didn't even think was um like was a thing like i i guess like my mind never really got past like a normal deck of playing cards right. like okay i've seen like the the different novelty ones the ones that you get in like weed california with weed on the back of them or something like that or like yeah. the ones with like uh like the nudies the, get the nudie ones yeah <laughs> yeah exactly exactly those um but when I, i've never like looking at your page man like there was so many like there was so many things that i was like yo like i i would have never my brain would have never gone to that mm -hmm. place like when it comes Absolutely. to some that are like certain cuts and certain um like you know just the painting and the design and even like the box and the way they come in the feel of the card like everything like that like it's just a universe that I, I never thought of. But as soon as I dove in, I was like, yo, man, like I got to kind of chill out because <laughs> I, I, if I if I go too far into this, I think that this might be something that I don't like ever come out of. <laughs> it's a rabbit's hole. Yeah, yeah. Once you find out, you hear Aladdin singing a whole new world. <laughs> yeah. and you, you, you get in deep, man. And there's so much to discuss on it. Exactly. So exactly. Blow your minds. Yeah. <laughs> Or not. Yeah. yeah. So that being said, like what uh what got you into it? Like what got you into like you know the collecting part of it? Or is it just yeah. always been something that you've been like like into? It was always about the women first. Um yes. because no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but uh you know, with collecting, uh there's a, a website called Illusionist and they make custom playing cards. And I saw this ad, this was back in probably 2016 okay. i saw this ad for uh, they call them prohibition playing cards and it was a, a set of six that were different alcohols mm. and it was custom and unique designs for each alcohol it came in this cool box set a wooden box and it was like 200 bucks i'm like oh my god that's amazing i will never own that and so kind of like it, it that was my first experience of like there's more than just bicycle decks out there right or casino decks casino like, decks the one with the hole right in the middle that like oh yeah or the, <laughs> i or have the, like ten the of slanted them. cut on the edge little chip. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, i got them in every different them. color yeah yeah i've got like 15 casino decks i don't even know where they came from no. uh, just it was passed down i inherited <laughs> the, the crappy <laughs> casino decks but um so that was kind of the the seed and then i went down to uh san diego um, on a work trip and we had time to kill. We were on the wharf, I think is what they call that. And mm -hmm. there's a magic shop there. So I just went in and then this whole wall of cards. 
I'm like, oh my God. And so I said, hey, recommend something for me. And they had this, this cool um, like Day of the Dead um, skull deck. Uh, oh, it was sure. a Dia de los Muertos. And it was, uh, I was blown away. So I bought it right there. It was my first deck. And then it started picking up steam when I saw my, one of my favorite books. They made uh, a series of decks based on it. And so oh, okay. I, backed, I went on Kickstarter and backed the project. And then I realized that's when it really opened up like custom cards and Kickstarter go really well together. Yeah. And your, your wallet will hate you, but there's so much to back. And, <laughs> and so anyway, that, that started it off. That was back, like I said, uh, probably April of 17. And I'm up to about, I don't know, 250 decks, um, unique, Dang. like individual decks now, custom. Dude, that's crazy that that that's crazy that that's how it started. But and and that's that's exactly what I um, like what my feeling was too. like when I started seeing your when I started seeing what you were doing, when I started seeing like some of the other um, pages that you're like kind of associated with or like people that you're like kind of in collaboration with. I was like, man, like this is like you said, the rabbit hole. And I, I my, you're right, my wallet, my wallet doesn't have room for, for another oh, yeah. vice. It doesn't have room for another vice. But um, mm -hmm. but yeah, man, that's uh that's crazy that that's like how it got into like you know from San Diego, uh like a tourist deck, a tourist yeah. deck of things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that just like I said, it opened it up, and um, I consider myself a collector first and foremost. So I, I know quite a bit about what I look for in a deck. I'm pretty picky. I know a lot about what's going on, the past decks, what kind of value you can expect, that sort of thing. And mm -hmm. um, so the the jump to producing a deck was kind of unique because a lot of people in my circles, they just collect and mm -hmm. admire. And I was crazy enough to say, hey, I'm, I want to produce a project of my own. And see where this goes. It, it, first and foremost, it had to be something I would collect. Right. Um, so I was pretty picky with myself. And then, then I shared it with, you know, the card world. And I had about 400 people think it was cool enough to back. So, pretty so that's, so that's the, that's the Anatomica deck that you're, yeah. um, that you're like currently, or uh, like, like in the process of producing. Um, yes. How did you, um, are, or how did you like get in touch with the artist? Like, where did the artwork mm -hmm. come from? Where did like just kind of like the design process from like start to finish kind of, sure. but like, what was yeah. the, what was the first thing, like the first stepping stone to like, all right, mm -hmm. I want to produce this. This is the first thing that I want to do. And then yeah. the next after that. Uh, first was the concept and it was, it was kind of a weird one. And uh, first of all, I was looking at something that hasn't been done before mm -hmm. and so I decided to blend a few aspects of traditional card design where you have the, the normal court cards, you know, Jack, Queen and King. Right. And um, anatomy has always been a really uh, intriguing subject, like not on an academic level, because I don't, I didn't go to school for it or anything. You know, Glenda did, my wife, but um, so it's always been something that I've been listening with interest, but I was like, you know what? I like anatomy. I don't see a lot of anatomy decks out there. And I wanted to take it a step further and have it um, have each suit. So the club, spade, diamond, and hearts have them represent a different system of the body. Okay. And then the taking it the next step further would be to expose those organs and systems 
on the card itself and have mm-hmm. it be just something really unique. Um, so the concept, it was pretty ugly. The sketches I put up, I'm not an artist. So yeah, <laughs> I put yeah. together some really bad Photoshop little pieces of anatomy. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm sure my search history was really interesting for a while there. <laughs> yeah, Google definitely <laughs> flagged you, bro, and you were doing that. <laughs> yeah, you're on some kind yeah. of watch yeah, list somewhere. It's, it's, there's, this, uh, there's always a fun joke that if you're writing a book and doing research, you type for research after weird things. So oh, then if people yeah. are listening in, you know, like the government, they're like, oh, okay, he's looking up murder. Oh, dude, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna use that for like next <laughs> yeah. time, like, like a homegirl goes through my phone. There you like, go. Yeah. Big fat ass <laughs> yeah. shit. for research, for research, for research. There you go. I'm writing a book. Man. I'm writing a book. So, yeah, yeah. so yeah, I, I, I got all these concepts or all these uh, body systems, and the next step was finding an artist to illustrate it. And I went to uh, there's a website called Behance, mm-hmm. and it's basically online portfolios for artists. They can share all their work and a lot of them are looking for jobs. So you go out and you say, Hey, here's what I want to do. If I didn't scare them away, then we talk business. We say, okay, how much is this going to cost? Can you do 12 different designs, uh, four different aces, two jokers, all that kind of stuff. Really lay out the whole project. And I went through probably 20 different artists just trying to find one that would do it a affordably and actually be available. Um, uh-huh. to handle a project of that size because because even though they're small drawings it's a full you know it's unique images each time so there's a lot of work right um and oh man i was getting quotes for like 30 grand 20 oh grand i'm like oh my god <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I, I had to i had to refine my process a bit and find uh artists that weren't as well established just kind of getting started so we both kind of be doing this as a first time and so it's a little more affordable that way um and she she's a amazing you know i was able to find one she did a great job on her behance profile and uh, we're back and forth and i threw her out the concept and she came back with some uh revisions and it just kind of evolved from there because once i saw how creative she was Mm -hmm. um, we started with the aces and like this is yeah, I know people can't see this, but this is that Reggie. This is Reggie. Oh, He's dang. The Ace of Clubs. Yeah, so, oh, okay. So when she did the clubs, I was like, oh my God, this is so much better um, than I imagined. You know, seeing that concept come to life, that that vision. And then we started making tweaks to make it a little bit more bizarre. And instead of real anatomy, it's more fantasy anatomy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's one of those things that helps it stand out um, as something you haven't seen before. Where's uh where's the artist from? She's from Argentina, Buenos Aires. Oh, what the heck? Yeah, and so yeah. the artist on like the art this website, what did you say it was called? Behance. And so you go on the website and there's artists from like obviously like potentially all over the world and this person's from Buenos Absolutely. Aires. Absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dang, was there like a language barrier when with... it came to like talking and stuff like that? Oh, no. She speaks English better than I. It's amazing. Uh, so she actually <laughs> studied abroad for a while. Um, there's just everything. I mean, she's real smart. She speaks great English and she, the most important part is she's really excited about the project. Mm. She was passionate about it from the get go. Um, part of it was that I let her kind of let her loose in certain ways to yeah. just go wild and be crazy with it. And she loved that. Oh, heck yeah. And it turned out to be a really unique project. And so after, so we did the aces and then she sent me the clubs and um, traditional kind of European royalty, uh, British European. And 
so at that point, it was like, you know what? Um, let's introduce a little bit of diversity and let's add some people from around the world. So the, the hearts ended up being Asian uh, royalty, uh, the clubs, uh, okay, that's the British European, uh, the diamonds are African royalty, and then the uh, spades are like Arabic royalty, Middle Eastern oh, okay. type thing. So um, it gives a cool flair of, of really across the globe. And the fashion was a big piece of that as well. Mm-hmm. So if you see the project, you can see that they're, what they're wearing is just really vibrant and unique. And it's so obviously from that culture. It's really amazing. So um, she's a big fan of fashion. Um, and so it just, it was a perfect blend of creativity. And um, I, I kept it on track with the vision pretty well. So that helped. Um, so it didn't get out of control, but uh, that the getting the artwork done was a fantastic process. It was a lot of fun. How long did it, how long was the process from um, like you kind of thinking up the idea, kind of like kicking it back and forth in your head, having the concept down um, yeah. all the way up until like now, like how long has that been? Uh, you know, I'd probably say it's nine or 10 months. I would say. Okay. It took oh, that's me a while. actually like quick, man. That's like, it wasn't too bad. And part of it too, is my experience in uh, collecting Mm-hmm. I knew a lot of pieces ahead of time and I have a great network of friends that are mm-hmm. creators or designers themselves. And I lean on them for advice. And uh, it took me a super long time to find an artist um, because I was pretty, pretty set on a budget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I got 30 so, grand to be thrown around on like card decks these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and, and it's, you know, just a little side note those are so expensive to produce because so I, I raised about 24,000 in the mm-hmm. campaign and it it's right about break even. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, yeah, it, it costs a lot. You don't go in this for making money. That's for sure. So <laughs> dude, but that's um, still like, that's still pretty tight to have like yeah. one of the things that you're like into kind of come to fruition because yeah. there's so many people that are, it's, it's like somebody who's a gamer going out and like oh, okay i'm gonna kind of design a video game you don't really you're not yeah. really like in it for the money you're just in it like dude like this is the thing that i really love doing and yeah. i have something with my name on it now like <laughs> you know yeah. th- that in in like that like in like kind of my mind is like worth like it's weight in gold man that's freaking crazy oh, yeah. to be able to 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 mm-hmm. see that happen and to have that happen and now um it kind of like opens up the world for you i'm sure because now i'm sure your brain's like kicking all the time on like okay what's i got two projects i'm working on next it's 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 bad i I got the bug that's for sure (laughs) but it's good so i I was telling myself if this doesn't lose money then i'll do it again you know Mm because if i break even i can continue that passion and it's fun Mm -hmm. and um it's just i'm glad you mentioned that uh you know, you see something that with your name on it and that accomplishment is pretty cool. So I, I'm still a far ways away from delivering it, mm-hmm. um, but I know the pieces are in place to get it to where I want to go. And I'm so excited to see it in its full form. And part of the project being where it didn't make any money was there a lot of features on there that I required as a very picky collector that a lot of creators, designers would maybe not have that initially available they would say okay if i raise x amount of dollars then i'll unlock this feature extra foil whatever mm-hmm. and I, w- I didn't want to risk having a project that was short on one of those aspects so i said from the beginning 
this can be an expensive deck, but it's going to have all the crap you will love. And um, that's pretty much how it started. And it was a big risk because it could have not funded. And then I would have been like, oh, I don't know if I want to try again. But uh, that's the beauty of Kickstarter is not going to cost you much out of pocket because if it doesn't fund, it doesn't happen. So it doesn't happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's a low risk kind of thing. But um, for me, it was more can I get this passion and share it with others and see if they dig it? And so far, so good. So what are the, some of the features that you're talking about that people are doing? Like I heard you like the foils mm -hmm. and different things like that. Um, yeah. Just kind of like skimming through the page. There's a lot of different like kind of like um, decks and different things. Like what, mm -hmm. what do you, what is your, um, what is anatomically going to offer like um, sure. the investors or the people that like that are going to get a deck? Yeah. Um, so your typical bicycle deck is going to be what's called like a flat glossy tuck, the box around the cards. Um, so that packaging is just a, a simple, there's a, a design printed on it and it's just a flat, there's no raised elements to it or anything. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a fairly thin card stock. So it's just really, okay, here's a box for your cards. Um, so the, the upgrades that I go for when I collect myself is uh, that the cardstock needs to be pretty good. There needs to be embossing of some kind. So that's going to be raised elements, whether it be the name of the deck or some design features that are kind of pushed out so you could feel it raised like a, you know, like Braille is. Oh, gotcha. Kind of yeah. Awesome. Like, like a 3D element to it kind of. Yeah. yeah. There's a tactile, you can see it's like 3D yeah. um, foil as well on the, on the tuck box is a nice thing to have. So it adds in, in a tasteful, tasteful way. You don't want to just all foil. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes that works for certain projects, but um, tasteful foil just adds a level of uh, luxury to it. Um, and then they also have what are called UV inks. So these UV inks you put on there and you can see it like it's a texture, but then when you shine a black light on it, it'll glow. Oh, cool gotcha. Kind of to make it, to give it another cool. element of like, yeah, like, yeah, cool. yeah. yeah, for sure. It's, it's, it's just a, it's another gimmick, but a cool one, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, uh, let's see here inside the tuck, there can be a design printed on it as well. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not a requirement, but. It's, those are all ways you can really upgrade the talk box and make it not just a. Yeah, yeah. But but uh, okay. So what? Um. So so you're how how close are are you to um like having like the decks of cards like in your like investors hands like how close is that yeah. process so time frame i gave on the campaign was september mm -hmm. but that was a really pretty conservative estimate because covid right now is slowing down a few pieces of the operation so we don't yeah. have any control some of the pictures are low staff because of that uh they're picking up on their backlogs so i gave it a few extra months i'm hoping to deliver late summer maybe or midsummer would be great but um i've got a few pieces that are already way ahead of schedule but the main piece which would be the printer of anatomica they're the ones that are backlogged so mm. that's why i give it september i'm sure i'm hoping it's going to be earlier than that and a lot of people when they see that they're like wait what i gotta wait that long and it's like <laughs> yeah you know it's, it's a it's really a concept first and then it's made you know if people want it so um, that's a surprise sometimes, but 
those that start getting into collecting and realize Kickstarter is this kind of treasure trove for new projects, they start getting used to like, okay, it's not going to be until next year or right. later this year that I see it, but it, they get excited for it. And along the way, I'll give production updates and little pictures here and there of the pieces as they come together. It's a fun thing to keep them interested while we just kind of hurry up and wait. So. Mm -hmm. That's pretty tight, man. That's a, that, that's awesome. So when it comes to like people having the, the cards like in their hands and things like that, mm -hmm. how do you, do you, do you have a vision for what you, for like a, the way you want to see them used or you want, do you want like them to be like mainly a collectible thing or are yeah. you going to be like, kind of like, uh, not necessarily <laughs> upset, but are you just going to be kind of like, like I got like a set of college kids, like playing like, king's cup with my like playing <laughs> that i spent like a year designing now that's a good question and you know <laughs> and i would love to see that actually i, I want to see right. them opened and used yeah so that's a big part of my approach to collecting is there's a, a hashtag out there free the pip and so the pip is the little heart below you know the number like the, the heart, the spade, those little shapes are called pips. Oh, okay. So you say free the pip, that's letting them breathe, you know? Uh, yeah, it's yeah. not free the knit, it's free the pip. <laughs> free the pip. Oh, okay. All right. I was like, pip. man, like, all right, I got it. Though. Yeah, free the knit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's my approach to opening them or to uh -huh. uh, collecting is uh, I, even the ones that I spend a lot of money on, I'm opening and getting that. It's a full experience. And that's right. what I wanted to create here is they get that tuck box and say, wow, that's cool. And they decide to open it up and they say, oh my God, you know, like this is amazing. But there are plenty of collectors that will never open it. And that makes me sad because they'll keep it in the cellophane. They'll keep it up on their wall mm -hmm. and they'll just look at pictures of someone else opening it. But um, <laughs> for me, it's, I like, so I play games with all the cards. So like with my girls, we'll play garbage or war. Um, I'll play cribbage with my wife. You know, we're using all these super fun cards that I have to, make it a little bit more interesting and enjoy them for what they are. So that's, I'm hoping they open it and play King's Cup, play whatever they want. <laughs> Slapjack, you know. <laughs> Good poker, baby. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah, heck yeah, dude. <laughs> they they oh, can man. learn some anatomy while exactly. showing off their anatomy. So. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Work on the anatomy homework yeah. in, in yeah. a fun way. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. I'm glad that you have like that, like that, uh, like kind of attitude towards it because mm -hmm. that's what I've always thought when it comes to like creating something you create it because you want it to be used like you want it yeah. to be um, like functional like um, mm -hmm. uh, and you know there's like people that kind of like put artwork out there and not that like it's, it's just their style what they want to do they, they want it to be kind of looked at look but don't touch me i'm like dude you got to get your hands on it i want to see it like used i want to see it like even used in the wrong way like shoot like yeah sure. buy the deck and destroy it so then you got to buy another one shoot why not right. yep. <laughs> yeah. and you know that's the thing about like magicians and cardists um is that they are buying a brick of decks at a time because they're using it they're wearing the hell out of them and they got they're like okay next man up and open another deck and you wear it out and then it's just a cycle they're brutal but they're using them there's utility to it. Um, there's not a lot of those back in this one because it's it's not exactly a magic deck. Mm -hmm. um, so those are typically your standard faces that you see on a, a casino deck. Right. There's no, uh, and they need it to be simple for their tricks. You know. Right. Like, David um, Blaine needs somebody to be able to recognize the seven of clubs like really easily. Yeah. 
Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and that's that's a different group. I mean, um, there are probably two or three different name groups in the card world. Um, if you want to know this stuff. <laughs> yeah. What do you got? Um, yeah. So there's there's the cardists. Um, so they are flourishing cards. They're doing crazy cutting and hand stuff and fans and flourishes. I'm doing this so people can see, even though they can't. Um, right. So they're making mad cuts and really cool um, visual displays using the cards in ways that you wouldn't think possible. It sounds um, like it sounds like that literally sounds like something that would like fit perfectly on like TikTok. The, like yeah. the like mesmerizing, oh, like satisfying, like video card industry right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and tic- and TikTok's huge for magicians too because they're doing these these kind of really intimate uh, these intimate tricks. Uh, there's a bit of a nasty feel um, for because there's a lot of tricks being revealed on TikTok right, right now. Right. Um, but it's also getting so many people engaged in magic. That is kind of like you know it's it's helping the community also wrecking the community you know mm-hmm. um so so the magicians the cardists and then the collectors so the collectors are looking at like myself i'm looking at the full experience i want it fully custom the artwork on the box all the way down to the the faces of the cards the backs um, i want everything to be unique and custom and not just recoloring the standard cards but then you get to magicians and they need it to be super standard so you can have a nice back on it but it's going to have real simple fronts um, that are easy easily recognizable and then the cardists who are doing those flourishes they usually have designs that are specially made to look cool when they're fanned out or have some kind of cool effect when you're cutting them in a certain way and shuffling them in a cool way Um, so it's kind of three different camps in a way and that also kind of drives what new projects are out there on the market. Um, so like what I'm creating Anatomica is a collector's deck. Mm-hmm. And then there's a group out there, several groups like Fontaine, Anyone Worldwide. They're created what are called hype decks. That's kind of the, the moniker given for them because they are super simple. They might just be a block of color on the back and just standard faces and they sell the hell out of those things because they're hyped up for the status and the the brand itself. It's kind of like a fashion accessory instead of a deck of art. <laughs> it's like, so uh, it's, like yeah, like uh, like the Air Force is like the off whites by Virgil for like the new shoes. Yeah. You're buying the name. You, the shoes. Yeah, exactly. Really yeah, it's a very good, very yeah, good the uh, designer, connection yeah. there. And so it's it's kind of it's it's weird to me to see those sell ten thousand decks. You know, because you'll see this big magician um, or a cardist or this, you know, just selling out 10,000 decks in an hour. And then meanwhile, you get these cool art projects on Kickstarter that don't even get 100 backers and they don't fund and they look amazing. So it's really a niche thing, the the group that I'm in, but Mm -hmm. it's a super passionate group. um, And I'm just stoked to be able to bring something to the table as a creator in this in this case. So it's, it's a really fun change. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping it doesn't drive me crazy, but <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> so bringing things kind of back full circle, back to like the very first um, deck you said uh, that you wanted to collect that kind of like sparked your interest and, mm-hmm. and kind of opened you up to the world, the Prohibition deck. Like, yeah. do you do you have that in your collection now? Like, I have a couple of them. Yes. So, um, since then, um, my taste has changed quite a bit, mm. and 
the, there are four of those decks that I have that are pretty cool. Uh, the other, there are two of them that are like, ah, you know, I see how it fits. It just feels like they maybe just did them to have two more decks in the group, but um, I don't have the full fancy collector's box, but I do have the, there's a one called Moonshine, one called uh, Desparos Tequila. There's a Rebellion Rum, and then uh, what's the last one? White Wolf Vodka or something like that. So um, there, oh, it's Absinthe is the fourth one. And, oh. and they're just kind of kooky. They're cool. Um, and I was able to hunt them down for not too much, but that's a big part of the, the whole industry is the aftermarket too. I mean, you collect shoes or you know much about shoes, you know that the secondary market can get bizarre and crazy with the markup. Right. Because if the, yeah, if they sell out, then you know what I mean? It's if you got like 10 pairs or if you got, like you're saying, like 10, uh, like 10 decks of cars sitting in your hands that haven't been opened yet. Now you can kind of like control the market and you get to like, yeah, yeah. secondary sales or whatever it may be. Um, oh, yeah, it's out of control. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. With everything now. Um, yep. Did, when you were a kid, did you, were you a collector? Did you collect like baseball cards, basketball cards, anything like that? I, I half-heartedly collected baseball cards. So, I mean, you know, I was uh, top flight and Fleer. I had those for baseball. Um, I also had some basketball cards as well. Um, see, I think I had upper deck as well. Um, and I thought they were cool. And I vaguely knew that there was some value in them, but I never mm -hmm. had anything like, I always knew a Mickey Mantle card would be worth something down the road. Not that I had one. <laughs> um, so I actually, I still have the box of cards from when I grew up. I probably got 200 in a box, a shoe box, and it's fun to go back and see them and see, cause I didn't follow baseball after maybe the 10th grade. So yeah. uh, it was back when Cal Ripken Jr. was playing and Nolan Ryan and uh, these old fogies, you know, it was just a, <laughs> a fun thing and they're worthless cards, but it's still fun for the nostalgia. I just... I just I was never a real serious collector of much of anything until later on. So the card thing was uh, kind of a out of left field, but I'm glad it happened. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah, dude! It's yeah. like it, it really is uh, 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 something that that I'm kind of interested in, something that I'm like looking into, and I, I like. I'm glad that we had you on because um, it really is something that that. Uh, neither one of us had really ever looked into. So I got a feeling that the people or that our listeners, you know, are uh, our loyal listeners, you uh, savages, <laughs> you animals, you cool ass people um, kind of haven't really like thought about either. And like I said, so dude, I'm hoping that we, uh, I'm hoping that somebody, some of our listeners, us included, man. Uh, yeah. You see us playing some like crazy drinking games, getting like drunk out of our melon and completely mangled, like with the set of Anatomica cards, man. That's awesome. Sure. I would love to see that. Yeah. And that's all it takes really is to, cause you're not aware of it. Then you see it at someone's house and you're like, what the hell is that? What, is, yeah. what am I looking at? Yeah. Explain this. And dude. it's, it's downhill from there. So. The power, like the power of <laughs> word of mouth is like yeah. still there. Like, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And even more so now, because uh, like before you had to kind of like talk to somebody like, you know, when we were growing up, you, like it really had to be word of mouth. But now with clicks yeah. and pictures and photos mm -hmm. and like, you know, now like being able to talk to people and like get behind like the art and everything like that. Um, yeah, thing the, the, there's things go viral for a reason. You know sure. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, and, um, 
yeah man i hope this kind of i hope it kind of happens for you man that's uh that's awesome that's super sexy yeah sense. it's exciting i appreciate that it's yeah it's kind of sure, a dream, so <laughs> yeah um well that is kind of like all i had for the interview portion so if you want to uh if you want to give any shout outs man shout out your page for sure um so people can go and follow that um you know your artist if you want to throw that out there and then uh and anybody else you want to shout out man yeah thank you uh so i guess first of all i'd like to shout out to the designer uh, her name is amal and she's from argentina and uh you can follow her her main thing is instagram so uh, she's uh, I think it's Ami Nurkari. I'll spell it. So it's A-M-I-N-U-R-K-A-R-I. And she is a gem. She's hilarious, really good artist. She's working on some other stuff right now. And then behind the scenes, she's working on a sequel to Anatomica. So I'll be sharing some details in the coming months for that. But um, so, And then the creative banner that I created for Anatomica is called Curio Playing Cards. Uh, so curio as in like a curiosity cabinet from collectible days of old, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. I find it an old dusty study somewhere. So yeah. uh, I am on Instagram, curio playing cards, uh, or you can follow me just personally. Bacon wise is the, uh, the handle there. So <laughs> uh, nobody yeah. will ever forget that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And so on anatomica playing cards, there'll be a website for it once this is all made once they're existing so it's a, again a really exciting thing i can't wait for the next coming months to hold it in my hands so it's a it's a fun time yeah let us know when uh when that happens man i'll uh we'll, yeah. we'll be in line i'll definitely uh grab awesome. a couple that's awesome dude that's <laughs> Thanks, awesome man. yeah for sure for sure for sure all right so here we go with our top five for the week we got a uh special guest card shark tank happening with uh jamie morrison um designer behind or uh one of the minds behind anatomical playing cards uh go and check those out definitely uh we're gonna we're gonna pitch you some ideas we're gonna we're gonna you know just spitball throw some things out there and yeah like i said this is card shark take man and feel we'll free to uh, cry yes absolutely cry. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, who's going first? You want to go first or me? Uh, you go first. Okay. All right. Uh, so mine. Um, first idea I had. Um, I can I can't confirm or deny whether it's from uh, personal experience, but I want cards where the it's of course like it's gonna have ace of spades, playing cards, and everything like that. But it's kind of a deck that's gonna make people laugh, and the design is like uh is is dms like tough like messages from like people like back and forth to each other and they're kind of like you know in in like increment like incrementally worse so like sure. the the yeah. two might be like 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 hey you up and then like just the three little dots but <laughs> but no response <laughs> all the way all the way up to like all the way up to the ace where like mm -hmm. it's just somebody getting like completely slam dunked on like the Mets GM like and he has like just 16 17 different like freaking text messages like all like oh you know God. yeah <laughs> left on like not even read like just left on scent like <laughs> yeah yeah I like your idea it's a it's definitely a novel concept they've got a lot of things that are uh, pop culture right now um, so recently there's been like emoji decks that have gone out mm. and just kind of tech related stuff. So what you're talking about could work if it's entertaining enough. 
Yeah. And I think it could be, and you could call it something like, uh, you know, cringe chat or, you know, something that's like, oh, dude, words, you know, yes. just because I got, I started cringing <laughs> just thinking about what you're saying. I'm like, oh, yeah, that'd be funny. So dude. it would definitely be a novelty deck. It would have to be cheap. Um, oh, it would so be. It would, it would be completely it like, it would, yeah. it would be borderline cardboard. Like. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that works. It actually works in yeah. certain niches. And a lot of it, again, for the novelty, people would get it for Christmas gifts, for gag gifts. Yeah. And if it's $8 a pop, you know, those will sell like uh, really easy as long as it just looks tight and it's funny as hell. And I think yeah. it could. Yeah, I, I don't want this to be on any like high class, like, you know, poker table or anything. I want it like <laughs> yeah. the bottom shelf at like Spencer's, like behind the like <laughs> sure. the curtain that like you're not supposed to be looking at and stuff. That's yeah, where yeah. I want it. <laughs> and I don't like, and they're definitely going to be cringeworthy because we're going to probably pull them straight from like, you know, like from your own experience. Well, I can't confirm or deny, but yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be good. They'll be good. <laughs> I think it has potential. Good idea. Yeah. Okay. All right. See, good idea. I got a good idea. All right, Ron, what do you got? All right. So when I was looking over on your uh, the Bacon Wise on your um, app, or on, not, sorry, not the app, but your page, I saw a lot of the artwork and it was like dope. And so automatically I was just thinking of like what I wanted to see, like what kind of, especially that you're finding like artists everywhere. I think it would be dope if somebody did like a lot of these, a lot of my, uh, a, a lot of these on my list are like just like images. I wish I had like the art, artistic ability to throw this on paper or anything. But mm -hmm. so my first one is going to be, uh, I guess the, I guess let's do the Mortal Kombat fatalities. Just like oh, yes. each card just has <laughs> a whole different like, bro. And like they're just now they're getting more more like. I gorier, I don't think it's the word, but like, they're just oh, yeah, it is. so yeah, Mortal crazy. Kombat fatalities make me like I'm sure I'm sure you've heard they're coming out with the new Mortal Kombat in April. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's why so, I said it too. Like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that could work as long as it is a kind of like a tribute deck. So it would have to be Mortal Kombat-ish. You know, you can kind of get the idea. Because what you're talking about is a licensing nightmare. It's so just copyright, yeah, for sure. So yeah. <laughs> and you can do it, but you will make you will lose so much money because paying for the the license and the usage, they're paying per image. So you're trying to use Kano and Sonia. You're gonna have to mm. use Raiden and the big names, and it's gonna cost you probably twenty grand just in licensing. And then you gotta pay an artist because they're not gonna let you use their images. Uh, it's there's a lot of oh yeah. And there are plenty of people that will just go for it and hope that it doesn't get caught and do a cease and desist letter. It happens and, and they don't make it through. They get a cease and desist and it disappears from Kickstarter. And you're like, oh, that's no surprise. But, well, hey, yeah. but like fund that idea. dream, bro. Yeah, fund that yeah. dream. 20, 20 grand on, on, on a whim. Like, you know what I mean? Come yeah. on, bro. Absolutely. Like, you can't put a price on passion. And you know what? The idea of having to be fatalities on like the court cards um is brilliant i would love to see that if it was done in a great art style because oh my god you get like a great um i don't know if not anime necessarily you could get it pretty close to the style of the game mm -hmm. but just have beautiful gore just spread across used in artistic oh, ways yeah. and then even the number card you could have little like bloody chunks of gore for you know some of the pips and everything yeah and just obviously you want to go yep. all in and have just blood everywhere <laughs> and then 
you know, your Joker could be the the old man going whoopsie, you know. That <laughs> oh yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's a good idea. I would totally be into that. Um, I love the nostalgia. Um, for me, it'd have to be really good artwork, but it would cost a pretty penny to get it there. Yep. And the tough thing is, if it's not licensed, uh, it's a tough sell because they want the real thing. And if it's like um, Immortal Combat, <laughs> you know, if you Immortal. do it close <laughs> not, you know, yeah. <laughs> or Mortal Combat with a C, you know, yeah, so Immortal yeah, Combat, yeah, Immortal yeah, Combat. Yeah. So it's, like it's just like, combat, yeah. yeah, it's just combat veterans. It's just combat veterans committing like immoral <laughs> acts, like desecrating right, graves right. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's a very good idea. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. Bye, bye, bye. Yeah, yeah. Okay. My next one, dude. This is awesome. This is fun. Uh, my next one is uh probably for uh poker players, kind of like me, and poker mm-hmm. players who are kind of like ridiculous, and then also probably for poker players who are really good, who are like pissed off about answering this question, like every single hand, like a a poker deck that on the back of it it has the hands listed like in ascending okay. order, like a pair beats you know a pair <laughs> so beats like this a, yeah a like, ranking basically yes. the ranking card yeah yeah so you're talking about really like a trainer a poker trainer deck almost a poker trainer yeah. deck just and, and like i say even the pros are going to want to play for it be, or play with it because they're like they're people that play with them <laughs> tourists and stuff that are just like dude like i'm not answering your fucking question bro i'm sure like <laughs> I'm sure, like, you know, Johnny Chan's, like, pissed off and tired of, like, trying to answer, like, uh, does a straight beat a flush? Like, (laughs) I I, want to hear what Phil Helmuth has to say when he gets answered, like, stupid questions. Because, I I mean, I bet he's just a dick about it. But maybe maybe he's cool. Yeah. And they definitely, like, lie about it, too. I would. Mm -hmm. And maybe maybe Mm -hmm. there's, like, you know, kind of, like, in every, like, one out of every hundred of the decks that get made, you kind of mm-hmm. like mix up the order a little bit kind of shake things up so <laughs> sure. yeah. well i like your idea and it's uh it kind of touches on a, the instructional side of things so uh-huh. it wouldn't appeal to uh the poker players necessarily as much but it would appeal to people that want a cheap instructional aid because there was a recent kickstarter i called the photography playing cards uh-huh. uh and it was uh, the card faces had some kind of tip for photography. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much you know about it. So they would talk about the triangle exposure. And oh, gotcha, gotcha. Better gotcha. speed, all that stuff. So it would say, here's a tip for what kind of ISO to use in this type of setting. So each card would have a little tip on it. And it was really basic. And it had 10,000 people back the deck. It was crazy because it crossed over from collectors to people that actually were interested in the the industry outside of the collecting piece so with that deck you could get people that are wanting to learn they're wanting to host a poker night or something so they buy a couple of those i think it'd cross over to those that don't know anything about the card world and they say oh shit that's cool easy easy access to to what it is and um of course you don't want to point to which one you're looking at while you're holding your hand like yeah No, I think it's a good, it's actually a good concept that could have some legs because it's, it's one of those things that people would buy also for others. Cause they, Oh, Hey, Johnny knows cards. Let's get in this thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, not a bad idea. Not at all. Mm. Dude, I'm totally winning this. All right, go on. <laughs> I know. Shit. Uh, okay. Uh, 
All right. So I think my next one is going to be just kind of like the Greek mythology kind of stuff. Just like, because there's so many different like aspects of it and just so many different visualizations of just like dope, just mm-hmm. like Pegasus. And I mean, just everything that's so crazy about Greek mythology. And then even, even now to this day, I read something new that's just like, yo, that's like really dope. So like, I think about like 300 and stuff like that. So I think oh, I would God. like to see some of this stuff on cards, you know, like I think it'd be really dope as artwork. I guess I don't know in what order I'd want to have them as far as King Queen and all that, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But that's like, I think that'd be sick. Well, I think you should stop that idea and just go with the abs from 300 for a deck. I think that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, no, the, the Greek mythology, it's a super saturated concept in the card world. Uh-huh. But they always do really well because if the artwork is done in a phenomenal way, then people eat it up. It's the same with skulls. Um, that's a huge, uh, like that you can't, you can look around. There's always some kind of skull deck coming out. There's always some kind of Greek mythology deck coming out. Um, so it's just one of those things that if it's done right, there's room for it. Right. Because then card collectors are going to want it, but then there's also people that collect things just because it's skulls. Like, exactly. Yep. Yeah. And they want mm-hmm. different. Oh, there's a different type. There's a different thing. Like they yeah. collect stuff just for yeah. that. So the, the crucial part to yours, Rome, would be to, to find an artist that can do something unique with some familiar characters because, you know, you're going to have your Zeus and Hera and Hermes and all that stuff. But um, the main thing is how is it visually going to stand out? Excuse me. And um, what is that full project going to be? Is it going to be a couple deck series? Um, so there, I could name a ton of them that I have because they, they're all a different approach to it and I love them. So um, it would be, I wouldn't say a slam dunk, but if you had a great artist, it would definitely succeed at least um, getting into the door. So it's, it's a great concept. Um, and yep. it's, it's all about execution with that one. Yeah. Okay. I got one that, um that i feel like this one is going to be it's gonna it's gonna get right around the it's gonna get right around that licensing nightmare that you're talking about with like immoral (laughs) immoral combat um uh so it's it's like like there you know we got famous movie characters we got john rambo we got hannibal lecter we got even like stars like shaquille o'neal um you know uh rome's uh rome's favorite person of all time uh john mcclain Okay, so I'm sure there's plenty of decks out there, plenty of ideas, people that are just like, all right, I want Rambo on a card. I want Shaq on a card. I want Hannibal Lecter on a card. Well, these cards are the siblings of famous people. So, (laughs) so, so, and then, and then the bios of said people and you, Mm -hmm. you, there's, there's no, there's no, you know, connection. There's no confirmed connection one way or another. These are just siblings of stars. Mm -hmm. And we don't know who they're siblings of, um, but yeah. so like so one of the cards is uh, 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 Carla Lecter, um, sure. you know, sibling to um, you know somebody who may <laughs> or may not kill people, and oh, um, then and she is um, she's a hippie, uh, she like has dreaded out, she uh, uses like all natural deodorant, and she's vegan. Um, I have so <laughs> your face, but then spit it out. Is that what yes, you're... yes, yes. And then I have, <laughs> I have, uh, I have Claire O'Neill, who, uh, who is a single mother of three. Uh, she played the violin in high school. Um, she loves carnival games and she's, uh, she's also six foot 10. 
um yeah we have no idea who she's related to and then yeah, yeah uh so those are the main two i got also uh barbara mclean like okay. older older <laughs> sister older sister to you know somebody who we may or may not know who, yeah. who might um you know uh it might be really difficult to uh, pass away mm -hmm. um she's a re retired kindergarten teacher from manitoba um she uh, is the treasurer at her local church and she her her <laughs> her oatmeal butterscotch cookies are like the like bee's knees they're like oh like always win at the annual Great story. I love yeah it. dude i'm and telling you know you. that kind of project there's actually an artist i follow pretty closely he is releasing um a deck of cards called broken unicycle mm. um, and it's a satire deck it's not related to anybody famous but he's developed all these quirky um, fictional characters that have a backstory and mm -hmm. I think what I like about yours is you could really push the envelope and even have them look just like the person you know like they're twins <laughs> and then it's more funny because you got this flip on it like oh this is you know he's an idiot and it's Einstein's brother you know it's like <laughs> yeah. the forgotten one looks similar but he's also <laughs> a dumbass but so I think the comedy aspect if the because there are quite a few projects out there that'll have a companion booklet, uh, an art book, if you will. So it's going to use the same artwork on one page as the court card would have. Mm. And then the opposing page will have their bio, you know. Mm. So if that's well done and the backstories are quirky and interesting, um, it definitely has a chance. It's one of those things that it, it would have to be done. It, it'd have to be recognizable for the characters you make. So like with Claire, she she'd have to unfortunately look a lot like uh, Shaq and it's like well no she we well I mean she she's she can look a lot like Shaq we're not saying that it's his sister we're just yeah. saying that she's the you know what I mean but yeah, yeah. but yeah so, I mean, <laughs> she may can, or may not be able to back you down in double hand slam like yeah yeah Duncan. And, what's uh and you could even well, go as far Duncan? as to to make the character first so it looks just like the person and then start altering yeah Add a wig on Shaq's yeah grandma ma yeah that's i think that's where rome's yeah. going yeah with the larry, the larry, larry johnson, johnson. Yeah, grandma yeah. ma yeah oh on yeah, Steve yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i was thinking tyler perry yeah but yeah oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know close, any, close, any close, close. yeah yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. No, it's, yeah it's a fun concept if you had a really good solid comedic story connected to it then i don't see why it wouldn't do well Dude, I'm killing this. Oh, I know, shit. <laughs> and you got backstories and shit with it. I just want to see like some dope ass like artwork. I think like, all right. So this is my next one. So I think I want to see like kind of uh, uh like poems kind of come to life on cards. So like Edgar mm -hmm. Allan Poe poems or yeah. like anything that's like kind of goes on that route of like I kind of like the darker kind of like Wes Craven kind of movies sure. and stuff like that. So I would like to see those kind of artworks on cards and just like, especially like looking like, again, like looking at your page is just so, mm -hmm. and just that rabbit hole of just like, once you look at a couple of these, you're like, yo, like this would look so sick. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. And that's good. Yeah. So I would think I would, yeah, I would want to get like Edgar Allan Poe, um, mm -hmm. try to get some of his poems and stuff like on cards and just like visual, some of that visually, you know, that's you know, a good idea. Do something like that. Yeah. There is an Edgar Allan Poe deck that's been out for a couple of years, uh, but it's not it's not really a visual representation of his work. It's more portraits of Edgar on the court cards, and it's mm -hmm. a tribute deck, but it doesn't dive into the 
the visual effect of his poetry. I think that's a cool idea. You'd have to get a killer artist um, to capture really that, that there's a menacing feel to a lot of what he does. So if you can catch that darkness and have it be beautiful and memorable, um, that would be a fantastic deck. And you get a lot of liter literature fans that would be super interested because there's not, um, I don't think there's been a follow-up to it. So it's one of those things that it's, there's kind of a resurgence of literary decks right now or literary projects because um, A, you don't have to pay for rights for a lot of them because they're past the, the royalty date or whatever. I think it's mm. 70 years or- Yeah, how are you oh, doing Edgar Allan Poe, yeah. Yeah, it's called yeah. public domain. They've been, those works have been out there long enough that it's just a free for all. That's why you see a lot of movies getting remade. And, mm -hmm. you know, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, um, but with Dex, uh, one of my favorite designers, uh, this right here, uh, you can't see it. The people mm -hmm. can't see it. Uh, so King's Wild Project, his name is Jackson Robinson. He is doing a subscription service where every month you get a deck with a different theme. And he has started to do the old literary themes. So Robin mm. Hood based on the super old book. Let's see, I've got um, Beowulf up there, King Arthur, Sherlock Holmes. Um, so it's a lot of old. He's got the uh, Wizard of Oz on deck, Lord of the Rings. Mm. Um, and it's picking up a lot of uh, people that weren't necessarily into cards before because they're huge fans of Edgar Allan Poe or uh, there's a really good artist that did a cool Shakespeare deck called Thorn Thorns and Roses so if it's done well and it's visually appealing it'll actually bring in more people than a normal project would because it goes beyond just the card collector world so it's a good idea yeah. if it's done with the right tone that'd be great that's tight okay my fourth one my fourth one is um it's kind of like it's kind of like a full deck Think of it like a full deck of wild cards. So, you know, you got like mm -hmm. cards or well, maybe not a full deck of wild cards, but there's like more wild cards in there than than anything. Everybody loves wild cards, but these wild cards kind of come at a cost. So like like each one's going to be different. Like you can turn the card into a three. You can turn it into a, a ten. You can turn it into a king. You can turn it into so, an ace. It's a wild card. Yeah. Right, right, right. But <laughs> but but no, 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 no. But well, like you can't turn it into like whatever you want. There's like there's like set there's like set ones on each card. So like they're sure. they're still different. No one wild card same as the other. But mm -hmm. the 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 acts that you must do in order to play the the card as an ace or as as a whatever is going to increase in like um humiliation and danger and, and so there's like a huge disclaimer at the beginning like you gotta like sign your life away before you do this oh, because yeah. so like if you want if you want to play the card as like a three all right you might have to take a shot all right yeah. you play the card as like uh, a 10 you might have to like take a shot and then like blow a fireball if you mm -hmm. want to play it as like an ace you might have to like take a shot blow a fireball and then like light yourself on fire you know what i mean sure. like so th that's where the disclaimer yeah. part comes in because of course like yeah 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 so, so i got a feeling uh, that a lot of like extremists are gonna do this huh? and like yeah. stuntmen you know what i mean sure. like i could see like the jackass crew like hanging out yeah. and like mm -hmm. playing with these cards and then like steve-o just like kicking ass the entire time because he's gonna be the one that's willing to like, do anything he's Absolutely. gonna be yeah he's gonna be willing to like staple yeah. his nuts to like the table to like to win oh, like the, <laughs> to, to like, to, like <laughs> 
still win like the five dollar pot that's in the right. middle of yep. the poker table like you yeah. gotta like prove a point because sometimes yeah. that's what it's about you know like prove that's a- good that, it's a good idea it, it goes into a different realm of card world and gets into board games it kind of it's the in between there where they merge yeah that's and where i'm that's where i'm at mutant babies ton, like any day you look on kickstarter there's a ton of, of those kind of projects but what would make it stand out is it would need to have really bold marketing so you gotta basically you're gonna have to have images or a quick video showing these crazy acts being done uh, with a disclaimer of course mm-hmm. um the cards would need to be visually interesting um on the backs Mm-hmm. And then it would have to be cheap as hell mm-hmm. and then simple as hell. So, yep. so it's basically, that's the nice thing is why you see a lot of those projects on there. They do fine because they can keep it really inexpensive and it becomes a great gift for people. And with your idea, it kind of bridges quite a few things and it would be a, certainly a party game that would be. Oh, it would be, it would be a viral game. There'd be so many people that like go like, like this is the go viral. Like this is the be like infamous, like, like turn your easily do expansion packs. Yep. So it's just, you know, yes. Expansion packs. Absolutely. I, and I, I envision like, you know, like grandma's like in the nursing home, they're playing like canasta (laughs) or playing like, you know, they have to take a couple pieces of clothing off. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Hey. I'll tell you because this, it could be used for like multiple things because some card games you you know threes are the best ones some card games queens are like the high like it's not just for poker not just for anything like that you want to win uno or you want to win not uno uh what is it uh uh go fish sometimes a go yeah. fish game gets kind of crazy and you know some four-year-olds <laughs> might have to like shoot themselves in the foot with the bb gun so you know never mind never know yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's no, a fun idea. It's it's a novel thing if it's done right. I think marketing would be key because it'd be it's the main thing is people seeing it because there's so many things out there they gotta see it and if they see it they'll like it. I think they would. So we have plenty of people willing to shoot themselves in the foot. Our listeners oh, yeah. are amazing. <laughs> that's what YouTube is for. <laughs> that's all what YouTube is for these days. So. <laughs> all right, guy, what all you right, got, so bro? This this is my fourth one, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> So I guess like still going with the same kind of theme of visual stuff. I think lullaby stories, like just making them into, mm-hmm. I don't know, just the just the visual aspect. This of guy's trying to get stuff. a girlfriend, bro. Baby, <laughs> <laughs> you're you listening, uh, yeah. baby. I know you're out there. <laughs> you know? oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of throwing like a kind of like a Quinn Tarantino kind of mindset to it too. You, you know, like sure. um, trying to get like a couple of them. <laughs> I don't know, just if, if you double up on some of the cards, like having two different uh, lullaby stories, it's kind of like, I don't know, just how, what the mind can do with like so much shit. But I kind of want to see like stuff going on with lullaby stories and stuff like that. That's cool. And, you know, I just got a comment that all of Rome's ideas have been very uh, artistic and lyrical. And then Milo's over here saying, hey, we got to get people to shoot themselves in the nets. We got we to yeah. push the limits, <laughs> dude. There's a it's, different approach. You guys have different uh, fan bases you're gonna have. You seen sure. so you seen what the kids on TikTok <laughs> are doing these days? They ain't trying to listen to lullabies like they're the ticker talk. Yeah, yeah <laughs> these wiggle dickers. They're willing to go crazy now, bro. So yeah, but we got to no, push the limit for idea. them. Yeah, that's a good idea, and I like the twist of having a Tarantino vibe because um, there's actually a a project that just launched on Kickstarter. You can look it up. It's called Tales. 
um, T-A-L-E-S, and it's from Third Way Industries. And he is taking uh, a lot of fairy tales and turning them into a full set of decks. So there's three decks right now. And he has, you know, Cinderella, and, uh, the evil, evil queen and all these different ones. And it's, it, they're, again, it's one of those things where it's not a licensing issue because it's public domain, but right. it's, it's his own style. It's really cool. Um, and there's speculation that he's going to do a wicked tales as a stretch. Oh, like, like Grim stories. Those Grim stories yeah. are yeah, crazy. Absolutely. But to your idea with the lullaby lullabies, um, that would really appeal to families because you could have a whole deck, you know, not like Mother Goose, but have a good children's illustrator, um, like a children book illustrator would be a really good person to approach um, because they would know the type of imagery and style, you know, the, the proportions that make something adorable, you know, make an adorable deck that follows Hansel and Gretel and you could have it be really visually rich. And then you could have uh, a second deck that would be the dark side of it that you know a version that Quentin Tarantino might have directed so Hansel and Gretel with some gore you know that sort of thing yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, but another thing that's out there too is uh, there are quite a few designers that like to do a uh, like a dichotomy on the same card so the the king on the top will be uh a good king and then on the bottom the mirrored image is going to be a different piece of art with the a wicked side um, so it's a really cool effect to have that dichotomy on the same card you're getting double the artwork and it has a different feel if you twist if you just turn the card it's a the dark side so you could have that lullaby and you twist it and these kids are dying or the candy's poison stuff like that yeah um, so that's a good way to do it or you could keep them separate and then the people that want the darker deck can get it separately but the families will still get the one that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's a good idea. I haven't seen, um, I just got the girls a, uh, an adorable baby dinosaur playing card deck. And it's like tiny dinos. They're adorable because they were drawn by a children's book author or a children's book illustrator. And the families, they eat it up. They love it. So it gets them, it, it covers a different group. Um, than the poker crowd or the game crowd it's more family friendly stuff i think it would if it was super cute artwork then the marketing would be super easy for that mm. nice. okay all right this one is gonna appeal this is my this is gonna bring the house down bro i, I hope so because you're over four. <laughs> 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 all right all right this one is it's 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 uh the it's it's a deck and it's it's a Ooh, rock start. It, it's a it's a rock hard deck <laughs> a rock hard deck it's a rock hard deck That's what it's so, called, yeah. yeah it's a rock hard deck yeah so there's a couple of ways you can go with this and i'm pretty sure you guys know where i'm going Is it's it a huge rock hard deck yes huge <laughs> rock hard deck yeah and it's just all like so people get it and they're just like dang and there's like you know like on the outside there's like uh the because I think you said emoji cards, they got like yeah. the eggplant, they got like, you know, some bananas on the outside and everything like that. But then you open up the deck and it's just like geology. Like there's like obsidian, we got we got yeah. sandstone, we got a nice pumice, some shale, some, uh, you know, oh, some man, mica. You've been doing your homework, silt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, some basalt. Yep, yep, yep. And and, and it's, it's, it's hard. It's rock hard. The deck is the deck is literally rock hard, man. 
Oh man, that is your worst idea yet. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and when you when and and then not yeah. only but with every deck comes like like <laughs> like rocks because when you like put it out and you like <laughs> oh. put it out like there's gonna you're gonna oh, get some great. like little like some like rock so, particles. The, you say that it's interesting. There's one project out there that I I have one of their decks. Um, it's called the Dead Man's Deck. They the cards themselves are really cool and they've got a hole right in the middle it's a gunshot and so each card back you see the the burnt circle from the bullet going through mm. and it's all the same on the cards and it comes with a little actual musket ball a little mm. lead ball um, that fits in there it's a novelty thing it's cool but yeah you could do the same thing a little piece of rock in the middle yep. of this bored out hole yeah it made um, me know. think it made uh, me think kind of piggybacking on his tarantino idea like when you open the Tarantino and just outpours cocaine, like you just like, <laughs> just this yep. and then you, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, this deck and is you're ready amazing. to go, yeah, you're ready to go, yeah, yeah, and then you sell the deck for more cocaine and you're yes. sad, and, yeah. yep, and then but, your life so, spirals, and then you, but then you end up winning an Oscar, so yeah, there you go. But hey, back to your horrible idea. Um, is, <laughs> It would, I would, you'd have to commit one way or the other because the, where people want to see, they want to see the idea committed to all the way through um, because you have to show them enough to, these days they're very picky. They want to know what they're backing. They want visual, they mm -hmm. want prototypes. Mm -hmm. So they are going to be super pissed yes. if they want to see That's what I want. and you don't deliver. That's what I want. I want then, I want them to be pissed off because they're yeah. like people people are trying to be pervs and and they need to be punished. <laughs> yeah. So they're going and they're buying this. And then this is like yeah. like eye level eye level shelf at Spencer's, like sure, sure. Yeah. right next to the right next to the, like the like the lubricants and oh, you know the like weird like whips and the clamps <laughs> and stuff like that. And and you 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 grab it and they're just like oh man I'm gonna go home and the, and oh, they gotta man. sneak it you know they gotta sneak it real quick like maybe buy like ten other <laughs> items that they really didn't want and sneak this one in there so the cashier doesn't think oh, they're weird man. and then they get to the car and they're just like oh my god I need to open this and they open it and just obsidian son of a bitch yes that's what I want dude that's what I want because oh, those people those people are crazy and they, and yeah yeah I I, I get Perverts. the concepts is getting people to buy in mm -hmm. if someone hasn't done a project before they need a way to build trust and uh, yep. it would be hilarious if you actually showed some artwork that might indicate there's dicks in there and then when you deliver it's like a ha ha the front you of the know? package the front yeah. of the package is literally <laughs> in just like a like a, a zipper that's kind of like you like unzip <laughs> yeah i'm telling you dude um, and then this it's this is the lord's work because <laughs> there you go. Yeah. people are gonna be so discouraged they're gonna think twice the next time oh, they try to go and do so nasty great. stuff bro i'm telling you and then the next one you do is, is it's like a zipper bodice it's like you, yep. you tell them it's gonna be breasts and then it's chicken breast yes yes exactly recipes for chicken recipes dishes. for chicken breasts yep tur <laughs> smoked turkey breast yeah, yeah. nine things so to do I, with with your christmas goose yep so I'm, I'm gonna play the shark on this one and say this one goes in the bottom back room in spencer's this idea yes. is bad oh. <laughs> behind right, the right. scenes behind right. the, uh, the, the screen of beats <laughs> well no, I, I i i don't know i think well all right i'm not gonna make any accusations but i think uh... <laughs> <laughs> rome <laughs> what you got next bro all right all right <laughs>
God, I have a couple on here, but I didn't. I just came up with one that was like, I don't know, mine are kind of like out there and just kind of dark. Five. But I see. It's it five. <laughs> yeah. five. Damn it. I know, I know. It's <laughs> an right. elevator pitch, bro. Elevator door's closing. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, I want to see. I want to see like visually how the people because we we're talking about this on a. Um, I think the last one we were talking about top five uh, video games mm-hmm. and. Uh, mm-hmm. As far as nostalgia goes, I want to see the Oregon Trail and what. Oh my god! That's so funny yeah. you say that. Holy yeah, shit! So the, well, <laughs> I want the artists to come up with like what, how the uh, the you know the travelers kind of succumb to their injuries, like yeah. like they burn their hand, and you know what I mean. It's just like well, on, obviously, on someone would die of COVID would be an update. COVID would be in there now. So I love that idea, and it's funny you say that because when I first. Um, when I got into collecting, I'm like, oh, maybe I should do my own deck or something. And I played around with the Oregon Trail. That was the idea I wanted. I grew up with that. You know, I played it in school. Um, I found an emulator, a way to play it on the computer. You can do that now. They've got it on, uh, there's some free version of it somewhere. Um, and it's, it's one of the best games ever because of, you know, it's impossible to hunt. And it's, it's almost impossible to make it there alive. And it's just so much fun. It teaches you a lot. And I always ford the river because I'm crazy, yep. but um, I always die. So <laughs> the Oregon Trail is a funny one because I pursued it enough to figure out what it would take to get licensing, and they will not license it. Mm. So oh, wow. I found this breadcrumb trail. Going back, did a lot of research on it. I put more effort into this than raising my kids, and I figured out how... <laughs> who holds the licenses now because it's changed hands so many times over the years. And I finally found out who holds it and I get a response and they say, Hey, we've got someone else that has license for a similar project. And that was uh, Mm. like a year and a half ago. I'm like, Oh, crushed because I'm not going to do in, uh, uh, you know, Montana trail or something, you know, it's going to be a trail. So I had a friend um, who's a deck designer and uh, about six months ago, he was talking about other designs and how he wanted to do an Oregon Trail project. And of course, we're all about the same age. Of course, it's going to be hidden close, uh, a real passion project for us. So I'm not surprised. But he said he got a message six months ago. Hey, someone else has the rights to it. And I think they're full of shit. Yeah, they just don't know what they're doing. They don't want to sell the rights because it would have to be a perfectly done and all the features, it would be amazing if it was done right, but it'd be super expensive if they would ever release it. So great idea. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Shit. Yeah. Bottom uh, of the bottom of the pile, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but it's much better than the rock hard deck. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> oh man, I'm telling you, dude. Geologists yeah. would be all over that. Um, every every geologist at every college, like they would not have the balls to buy one in the first place because they'd get so embarrassed. Oh, they they'd hear about it. it they'd hear about yeah. it. <laughs> they'd hear about it because they'd hear about it because geologists, well, and the geologists, I'm not going to point any fingers, not going to make any accusations, but geologist circles, kind of shady. Kind of shady. <laughs> kind of shady. <laughs> kinda shady. <laughs> all right, all right. That might be something that they hear about through the grapevine. They're like, oh, I got to have this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. all right all right man all right well thanks for uh thanks for being here again thanks for yeah. the laughs thanks for the uh yeah, thanks, thanks for the constructive criticism sure, and yeah. uh 
and 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 uh if any if anybody listening uh if you guys take our ideas you guys owe us uh 90 of the profit <laughs> there you yeah. go I like it. Yeah. trademark yeah, I, everything ideas trademark. Are cheap ideas are cheap you got to execute it that's the key so yes you can yes. take any idea you want if you don't have it done well then that's yep. great good for you Not yeah happen, so. exactly but but we hereby <laughs> but we hereby we hereby trademark this and uh <laughs> and yes and, uh this 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 all of these ideas have been used with the with you can't use anything what does it say without the express written posi- per, uh, permission <laughs> of uh milo and Rome. Yeah. yep all that yep That's Mark, infringement, everything and Do we call sign a non-disclosure after this oh, yeah shit. and 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 uh dibs yeah thanks for being on man thanks for being yeah. on we'll uh we'll see you later thanks you guys have a good night all right see you brother you too see Bye. You. <laughs> oh my god that was good bro if this guy punches my idea i might sue him <laughs> he's done dude that's like all of his cards are fucking sick like I don't, I don't know. Like, I was trying to think of, I was even thinking of, like, a watch, like, like you know, the inside of a watch, like, all those little, uh, like, gears and everything, like, trying to, like, cut those out and make them into, like, I don't know. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. It's uh, 9.45. Yeah. All right, you want to keep going? Yeah, yeah, I want to. All right, hell yeah. I was going to say, I'm kind of like on like a high right now. I'm going to go grab some water real quick, though. Yep.